Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and of course I'm joined once again by my good friends Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Guys, how we doing tonight? Hey, you know what? Skip the pleasantries. This is the last episode before the series finale. Okay, okay? Man. the series Why finale. Why did you just cut me off before of the intro? Then Agents Jeez. of Shield. Okay, so I think we need to get this uh, talked about and rubber the road. Get ready for a wild last series finale, uh, two hour event. So, dude, uh, I can't wait to do the freaking watch party. Yeah, watch party here in my to, house. We need to think about what kind of food, what kind of beverages. Oh, oh you know? yeah, two hours. Dude, we're popping bottles that night, man. Like, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a movie yeah. length. You yeah. know, that's that's a that's like going to see a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, absolutely. It's uh, that's wow. Awesome. I'm I'm so pumped for this. Uh, I just said movie, and Justin's like, "Oh gosh, he's right, movie, movie." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Let's uh, let's dive into this, man. Okay. All right. So, uh, Agents of Shield, episode eleven of season seven, uh, the final mission. The final is that what it was called? Mission. No, that's the that's no, no, no. The, that's yeah. the the season tagline. But the episode was called an, an "Brand New Day." Yes, correct. Brand new day. Um, so, man, a lot to talk about. Um, gosh, I guess you know. Yeah, you're right. Let's just jump in. Well, real quick. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Uh, we are at the very end of this series of this entire series. So. You have any thoughts for us? Hit us up on Twitter. Send us an email. Leave us a review. Give us some feedback. Um, man, I can't believe this season and this series is coming to an yeah. end. But let's go ahead and talk about um, some of the highlights from this episode. What did you guys just think overall? Generally, do you enjoy it? Was this a pleasant episode for you? Surprise. Obviously, we're gonna get into the more the nitty gritty details here. But just generally, what do you think? Yeah, it was it was a it was a good episode, and it definitely touched on a lot of things that are going to be playing out in this series finale. I think it did a really good job of setting up the finale. You know, you know, it got a bunch of pieces rolling in in the right direction. You know, we got, you know, the team set up to be in the right places for whatever's going to happen. You know, you had, you know, even from the villain side, the villains are really starting you're starting to see like you know, the the vague outline of, you know, their end game. So it was a really good uh it was a really good setup for, you know, what is about to come. Their end game. How yeah. how adorable. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh overall for me I'd say it was a good episode, but I feel like I mean it, a lot of points of this episode, there was a lot of confusing moments as far as like uh, storyline and like kind of like, yeah. like the continuity of the the flow of the show. I, I would sure. say, but I feel like the depths of the sh- of the episode were were better than the like the actual like goodness of the episode. I don't yeah. know if that makes any sense at all. But <laughs> no, I feel, yeah. oh yeah, bro, yeah. gotcha. I know. What yeah, you're no, no, no. <laughs> but I, I feel like it 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 dug a little deeper than yeah. than the the first. Like, say you watch it like first time, first viewing. If we, go, I, I need to go back and watch it a second time, third time, maybe because I feel like the depths of that, yeah. is, there's there's more to it. It's and truly, I mean, it's yeah. setting up, it's setting up for a, a really big series I think, finale. I think it wasn't my favorite episode of the season, right? Yeah, but I honestly feel like it was 
I felt like there was so much in it. And we should probably, I don't know, I, I feel like we could probably talk a lot about the the conversations and what did that mean when he or she said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like There was just so much to this episode. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily my favorite. And there were some things that were like, what? And some things that I was like upset about and some things I was just dumbfounded, you know, yeah. like blown away. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into more of a... Uh, chronological view. Yeah. Um, now, I never do this perfectly, but from memory, you know, just doing chronologically, I think we started, the first thing we saw was Daisy and the the team. They're tracking the plane that yep. uh, Malik and, what's his face, Garrett stole. Yes. Uh, they're tracking the Zephyr, and then it just falls off the radar, and they're just all confused, you know? Yeah, like, where to go? Where yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course, it's Sousa who's like, how does that happen? You know, if your satellites are tracking it. And then, of course, uh, uh, May is like, you know, well, they moved above it. So, um, yes, yeah, so the, the, the disappears off the radar. And then at the same time, uh, they're bringing back Korra. Right. Because they got Korra from yep. Afterlife in the previous season. Uh, Daisy grabs her by the throat when she shows up. She's real angry. Oh, yeah. Um, she attacks her pretty hard. Yeah, Cora she comes strong. Yeah, Cora comes walking in, hello, little sister, and then boom, right, right up to the yeah. throat, and she's up yeah. against the wall. She wasn't having it, yeah. man. Um, and, you know, so Max like, Agent Johnson, stand down. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to dr- straight director mode. Yeah, but yeah. then yeah. Right, right away, man, like, Cora's like, wanting to be a part of the team. Yeah. And, yeah, which like, makes no sense. Gosh, man. And it just felt like... Like, I, I do think, I think there's a, well, I don't know. I don't know if there's a little bit of, like, Cora's having a little bit of second guessing. Like, were those genuine tears when she saw her mom dead later in the episode? You know what I'm saying? Or is she just playing everyone? Like, she's not playing us. Because we, yeah. like, the fans, I think it's pretty obvious, like, you know. She's lying here. Yeah. But, but maybe maybe there's a little bit of something to that. I don't know. And I, I want to go ahead and, for, with the like, core of the character, I want to point yeah. this out. Like, the, the acting job with this chick is, like, terrible, I think. You don't like, like it? No, not at all. She's too, like, over-the-top, dramatic. Like, like she's kind of playing, like, old-school villainy. Like, I don't know. It's... Yeah. It's... I, Again, when it's rushed, though, yeah. you feel that. I'm, yeah, yeah. And See, I'm, that, not, I'm not sold on her, like, That's what all. I was going to say, too, is I feel like they were trying to put too much into her character over a short amount of time, um, which is kind of how we felt about Malik for a little while. Um, but I think I think it might be play out a little bit where um, I think they did this big dramatic version of it to where I think she's kind of kind of lean from she was faking the whole time, and I feel like there's a possibility she could come out on the other side, you know, potentially turning on, you know, her evil ways potentially by the end of the series. Yeah. Well, they they kind of left that open. So I yes. wouldn't be wouldn't be totally surprised by that. But nonetheless, she wants to be an agent of Shield and you know, I'm just Yeah, how convenient, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like I just wasn't feeling it, man. Oh, you captured me. Now I want to be a part of your team. <laughs> yeah, I uh I hate uh Malik. I hate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so there's a few things that Cora says here. So in the last few episodes, we've talked a little bit more and more how the writers have been more honest. And this is very much MO for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. writers, how as this as the season goes on, they kind of peel back the layers a little more about like being honest with the audience about what's going on. And usually, like again, the classic example of this is like 
when the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Reddit is all over a certain plot line, like five episodes prior before the writers ever include it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, for the, so nonetheless, it's taken a while for me to explain my thought here. For the last few weeks, we've always talked about how there's another comment about, you know, they weren't trying to make any waves, just just small ripples, you know, um, in the time. And now, you know, Sousa mentions, you know, hey, the timeline, or, you know, who cares about waves anymore? You know, like, they're all just doing whatever. And then Cora in this episode, continues that trend, and she's talking about pretty significant stuff about how they are in a new timeline and the timeline that they're trying to preserve she says is long gone did you guys catch that yeah and yeah. i feel like it, it she dropped that line so quick and it was kind of like a throwaway but we need to like go back and like dig into it for one second like she yeah she literally states like the timeline that you're fighting for doesn't exist anymore yeah and you need to worry about this timeline because this timeline we need to do you can actually do yeah, stuff we about. can actually do something about yeah i think the implications of what she said are so far-reaching and it was dropped so subtly um, you know, because I mean, you've already seen so much stuff, you know, with the whole, you know, Max, Max parents being, being turned into chronic, and being murdered. Yeah. Um, you John know, Garrett, John Garrett being, uh, recruited earlier yeah. in his, uh, shield yeah, in career. his time period. Yeah. But like, well, and like the big stuff with like, why are these people still even alive in the sense, like with Daisy, if Jiang died in the last episode, and how is she still here, you know, before yeah. she had... Uh, and then you have... If Fitz is dead, how is Deke still here? Yeah, which right? I think one of the interesting things is it severs that timeline between Deke and Fitz and Simmons. I think it's a really important severing there because we always kind of assumed if there was something wrong with Fitz and Simmons, then Deke would not exist and yeah. we would see it. Yeah, because they said that. They've, they've yes. addressed that in the show in the prior, prior yes. season. Yeah, because if Deke is here, then obviously Fitz and Simmons get to the point where they can have a child. <laughs> right. So I, I think it's really important that they're like, hey, that might not be what is happening there. And so I kind of, in what you were saying about the ripples, not waves, I think it was kind of happened in this season is it's kind of like uh, if you were, if you're on a body of water and you like fall asleep on it and the waves, you know, you're not even paying attention. And then you all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, I'm really far away from the shore. Like you're like, you've moved all of a sudden so far away from the, you know, the shore or the base timeline in this area where it's like, uh oh. Like, without even, like, you, you notice, but you don't really notice how far away you're actually sure. getting because each one of the, you know, you're slowly moving further and further away from it. It's hard, it's hard to tell the ramifications of what that comment means, you know? Yes. It's, it kind of refers back to the, the depth that I was trying to get to that this episode, like, yeah. it set up, established, and then we you kind of got to dig it out. You really got to... The, to make the episode like great, you really have to dig it out and try to find these things because we can talk about that one little sentence for like I'm, pretty much the entire podcast, really. But we're not. I mean, but there's so much to build upon that well, actually, one little statement. <laughs> All right, here's one thought. And uh, like most weeks when we talk about time travel, I never can understand it. <laughs> so, but here's a thought that just came into my mind. Two episodes ago, when Enoch dies, remember when he tells Daisy that Rest he, in peace. Do we need yes. to have another moment of silence? No, <laughs> <laughs> no we've already done that once. I mean, he wasn't actually a human. He was just a robot. So, 
Uh, gosh, that was kind of harsh, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. A little bit. All right, so here's Coming the thing. from one of so, the biggest uh, so, Enoch Yeah, I, lo- I love Enoch. <laughs> so when he dies, he tells um, Daisy that he's, he looked into the future. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, what what future? Like, the current timeline they're on, their original one? Like, does that is what does that mean? So he said how, enjoy this mission because it'll be your last, but maybe so in that timeline. Yeah. But yeah. if they're able to then go back to something, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> Gosh, again, every time I bring up time travel, I don't know exactly what I'm saying. What, you All feel like I'm a saying first grader? Is, yeah, yeah, very much so. Just give me some crayons and let me go and reset. <laughs> <you know? laughs> All right, let's 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 bring it back to um, when they're with Cora and Daisy says she wants to talk to her sister alone for a moment. She puts her in that little room that's supposed to keep them contained. Interrogation room. Yeah, interrogation right room. Yeah. She's talking to her. Cora mentions something about Sybil ensured me that there's not a future in which Daisy doesn't fight alongside her sister. And you see something click in Daisy's mind. She's like, okay, well, then I'm, I'm going to get one ahead of Sybil. I'm going to do something that I would never do. And so she just spontaneously is doing things just, um, what's the word, just rashly, like without like thinking thinking yeah. it through. Yeah. There's there's definitely a word I'm looking for I can't think She's of. She's acting on her impulses. Yeah, very impulsive, yeah. very impulsive. And so she she grabs she recruits Susa to come with her, and they're going to take the of course Susa right. He just yeah. does whatever heck anybody else wants. Yeah. Right? Is like, he still yep. wearing that blue shirt? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Blue so, shirt is is seen. We have a blue shirt sighting. Yes. They it's, haven't had a time to hit up Walmart, so like. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they get on a Quinjet and they're about to go to space. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I like the line that she drops before she gets on the airplane. He says. Uh, I, we're going to actually save my sister. Like she referring to Gemma. Gemma's her sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, she does say that. Yeah, yeah. which of I course, already have a sister. Yeah, which of course could lead ironically to the fact that that's what they actually meant by that. And you know, maybe she sees Gemma as more of a sister than Cora. So you know, there's that whole play on you know words mean something, even if it's just a off off on the side thing. Yeah, I think she definitely views her more of a sister. Than than Cora for sure. Um, but then Susa points out while they're on the the Quinjet, uh, saying like, "Have you ever flown this thing before?" And she's probably like the only member we have not seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, out of the out of the yeah. whole series, she's probably the only one we've never seen fly. She's like, I mean, everyone yep. at Shield knows how to fly a Quinjet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't. <laughs> so, and just as they're about to try to take off, Mac walks onto the Quinjet, and he's and and the first thing I noted the first thing I noticed is he's got his dang shotgun axe strapped up. to his back. And I yep. know there's something up here. You know, so he's being a little like, you think you could just do this? Like being all yeah. mad. Disregarded direct order. Yeah. From, yeah. yeah. Mad yeah. Mac. And then he drops that bag and he's like, good. You probably need director's authorization to open the, you know, whatever to get out. <laughs> right. So, you know, yeah. just seeing that, that little scene, I love that seeing Mac just join in. Okay. And of course you had to know when he had the shotgun axe with him, then he was just going to go along with it. Yeah, but yeah, it was funny that line. He was like, "You know, you need directors, uh, directors' codes to be able to get out of here. You know that, right?" And he's like, "Well, then you're good." <laughs> and he just goes and ties yeah. him in. <laughs> yeah, now get out of my seat. And then Susa goes to the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna come back to that uh, because some really cool things happen on that Quinjet in space. Bonding moments. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but back on the base, but, like the actual base. Well, yeah. I was actually gonna say before we. 
I, I'm trying to go chronological here. I think the next thing that happens is we're actually going to space. We go to the Zephyr. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. And that's right, yeah. Garrett catches Deke, and at the same time, Malik is trying to uh, – he's got Gemma in the little mind machine, and he's going through her memories. And we see some cool like flashbacks of like Fitz yeah. and Gemma in the Atlantic Ocean or wherever they were. <laughs> Remember yeah. when they're in the bottom of the ocean? Yeah. Um, yeah. We also see – uh, gosh, another another scene with them. But basically, Malik is getting frustrated because yes. he says, "I should be able to access your memories, but somehow you are blocking me." Yeah, how? And she she's like, "You know, it's not me. Maybe it's you." You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So then Malik brings in Deke, and they kind of torture Deke, and Malik sees that she has eventually, by threatening her, he eventually sees the little dots in the back of her neck. Yeah, and he sees the memory inhibitor. He I don't think he knows what it is. And actually, yeah, yeah, later on they they're trying to get it out. Yeah. And she's like, I'm the only one that could do it. It's super inconvenient. Yeah. So we will come back to that because like you said, back at base, Cora is still in, you know, solitary confinement or whatever. Um not really. She's right there and there's a window there. Yeah, but, you can see her yeah. like walk pacing back and forth. Yeah. yeah. But uh it's kind of funny as um May and Colson are talking. And uh, they're like, they have no idea what's going on with Mac and Daisy and all that. And they're actually like, what the crap? Why is everyone leaving? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, but everyone's trying to be spontaneous to, you know, get ahead of Sybil. So what did you guys think of the whole interactions with, like, May trying to talk with Cora? Yeah, I I like the idea of May kind of taking on that that Coulson role. Like Coulson's usually that counselor. Yeah. That, well, that, uh, well, but first she goes in hard. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, May tries to do the May way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and aggressively approach the situation, uh, but then she decides to take a play out of Coulson's playbook. Yeah. And she goes in there as like uh, trying to see like the absolute good in somebody, the potential, yeah. the good, the potentially good, and. Uh, I mean, I don't know that she doesn't really get get through to her that way because she Cora then spins that and says, "Well, I know about you and killing the child uh, for the greater good." And yeah, uh, May tries to defend her own self. Yeah, she and, calls her and, the cavalry. Yeah, and uh, to be honest with you, when May tries to defend herself, like I really, I still side with like with what Cora is saying on that side. Like you're willing to kill children to yeah. for the greater cause, but you're not willing to scratch off these thirty names that I have yeah. that will make the world a better place. And then she drops the Grant Ward being one of the Whoa, well that, number that, that one. came a little later though. Okay. Yeah, but I do remember that. So but before all of that happens, remember when Cora she like knocks out power to yeah. the lighthouse. Yes. Which her powers are evolving in interesting <laughs> ways. Yeah. She's all of a sudden a master of her really reckless, dangerous power. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, th- things happen quickly in a thirteen episode season. Um but nonetheless <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. You know. Moving right along. Nonetheless, lo and behold, she doesn't want to be an agent of Shield. What? She's there to, to hack or whatever. Uh, shut the power down. Shut so the power down Sybil so Sybil can, can get over, in. Yeah. Wow! What a surprise! Nobody saw that coming, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So some of these things were a little predictable. Get it? Sybil. <laughs> uh, and then so it was pretty creepy when Sybil's like typing to Coulson. You know? Yeah. Hello, Coulson. <laughs> um. But then, like, all the other code is on there, like, other language or whatever that was. Yeah. And then that's when, like, was it Yo-Yo, right? No, Yo-Yo. Well, well May, May. she's oh. like, why don't you just try reading it? And he's like, what? Like, weren't you code? She said, you were code once. You can read this. 
Yeah. And so later on in the episode, yeah, he like figures it out. He's like saying things he doesn't even know what he's like comprehending. He's yeah. a computer expert. Or yeah. Computer genius and then Yodo, Yo-Yo says, um, <laughs> she's like, did you become some sort of, you know, computer expert or something, something like that? And he just says, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Move the story along. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like, uh, it was almost like in the Matrix where all of a sudden Keanu knew, he's like, I know Kung Fu. It, it was just there. Like, it was like it had always been there. And that's how it was for him and these computer skills. It was almost like. got to tap into it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of tapping into, Sybil is now controlling the lighthouse. She's trying to get access to something. They don't really know what's going on. They find out later what she was doing, and it's bad news for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Um, but. Something really interesting happens back on the Zephyr. I think it's really important to talk about when Malak decides to go into the mind machine with Gemma. Yes. yes. He's watching these memories, and, man, we actually get some brand new footage that yes. has Leopold Fitz in it. Yep. Now, was it recorded last season during season six? Like a deleted scene that they never used. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe if they knew he wasn't going to be coming back, they 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 had preparations for it back then. Or my hope is he's actually still going to be here. Yeah, <laughs> like I really almost pray yeah. <laughs> that he's going to. I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that I think it w- it was new footage because I feel like for some reason, like when I was watching the scene, like Fitz, he kind of looked a little skinnier uh, yeah. in my eyes. Like he was a little more. Uh, than he normally does. Like I feel like yeah. he's already a skinny dude, but I feel like he looked like kind of like sickly skinny. Yeah. So um, which might make sense. Yes. So mm-hmm. I I mean I mean maybe I don't know, but uh, I feel like I mean yeah. So it was new footage for sure I, in my eyes. But. Yeah. Well, it was definitely new footage for our eyes, but mm-hmm. w- was it recorded alongside season seven? Like was he on set? You know the yeah, for gotcha. season which is seven. What we've been talking about all yeah, season literally. long, eleven episodes. <laughs> literally. Yep. Where is Fitz? I think we probably went only one episode on this podcast without mentioning Fitz, but I think yeah, yeah. I think so. But but, uh, but he that's how you know how he played such a big role uh, and a big of an impact on our lives throughout yeah. the entirety of this the series. So, um, but yeah, so now we get this new footage. Uh, they're in the Malik's in the in the mind whatever mind frame or whatever you want to call it. Ooh. With yeah, <laughs> yo, look at that. That's good. <laughs> With Gemma, That's good. and yeah. they're they're there, and uh, he's watching this all play out. Yeah, and uh, their conversation. And I want to I want to point out something that happened. Okay, so we're watching this new footage with Fitz and Gemma, and Malik's watching from the side. He mentions blood work. Yeah, he mentions yes. something along the lines of uh, of the blood work. All right, yeah, not yeah. being good. The not blood being work good. not being yes. good. Yes, and uh, there's many different ways we can take that. We can take that as maybe Fitz is sick and he's dying. Okay. Or we can take that as maybe, just maybe, they have a child. That's what I was leaning towards. Yeah, because the biggest thing they're talking about is like living. Like yeah. we have all the time in the world to do this and go back in time and save the, save our friends. So let's live life. And so I yeah. feel like this is one of their weird Fitzsimmons mind things that they have of communicating with each other. Yeah. And the blood work is talking about their their child. Yeah. Um, See, because I don't think it ever necessarily says that the blood work is bad. It, it kind of is vague about the blood works. Like, it, it says blood work, and you automatically think, 
oh, someone's sick, someone's dying. Correct, yeah. Uh, so another thing that I, like, I was very much with you in that, well, maybe it's uh, a more positive situation. You know, it is, she is pregnant, maybe she had to leave her baby behind or yeah. something like that. Maybe that's why she's so torn up is that she had to leave. With Fitz, like Fitz is taking yes. care of the child and she's going back. yes. And I, I believe it's trying to allude to Fitz being sick because yes, they're trying to play, play it. Yeah, they're trying to play us and make us think that he's dead. Yes, because but, and Malik. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, and Malik. And, yeah. yeah um, it's, it's all about hiding the true intentions of what they're trying to do to accomplish this final mission that we're yeah. talking about all season long. Because also when you're talking, she she drops a line of, "Well, the more you search, the further he's going to go." So, like, you know, Fitz is getting more protective in the memories of Gemma. So, like, right. y- you know, you know, as it's going through and it's becoming... I felt like there, there was a lot of vague language when they were talking. Yeah. And I think it was purposeful for both us as a viewer and also for Malik as also a viewer. Um, so sure, yeah. There's so, a lot of potentially misleading stuff there. And like, let's focus on these memories for just another brief second. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, um, please. Okay, so the first memory you see, there's like a lot of detail. There's a lot going yeah. on, and then the next memory, we completely lose the backdrop, and it's, it's like, just the it's white like, room. Yeah, it's yeah. pure. It, well, no, the the walls are pure white, but the the floor and the items that are in the room are yes. there. And then we reach in, to the next level, and it's almost pure white. And yep. so. The more they go in, the the less you're starting to see as far as ar- around you. Yeah. So it, it leads me to believe like these contingency plans that they have in place to protect Gemma's mind. Yeah. And which which was later revealed at the end of the episode on how big of an impact those contingencies have yeah, on like a, Gemma it's like a herself. It's like yeah, a exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or, and, or are those memories real? Because you know the less detail, yeah, is, is she... leading to potentially maybe that's why it's so hard to create everything else. Is that when the less deep, the more that they're fake the harder it is to get the rest of the stuff. So you are, they're only focusing on themselves when they're doing it. And if you notice, that, of course, that white room is very much the same area that they were in when they were uh, captured by the Chronicoms. That's right. And, you yep. know, they were in that mind palace, which is still, oh, I love that episode when they're, when they're together and you get to see uh, Fitz interact with Simmons as a child. Wait, did you just oh. call it a mind palace? Like <laughs> Sherlock? Is that what you just did? Uh, maybe. I, he might have, Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I love yeah. Sherlock. But yeah, that's no, anyway. good. It, it is good. Um, yeah, so I guess we could talk a little bit of theory here. I don't know if this is necessarily my theory as much as it's my hope. My hope is that Fitz isn't actually sick, whether there's a kid or not, that maybe the blood work w- is just is just a lie because they were thinking, hey, we, we're going to protect my location by this memory inhibitor. And we're going to create a yep. fail-safe that if they dig too deep, it's just going to erase everything. Which, if that is actually true, and oh my gosh, this would be that the most is. this would be the most Agents of Shield writing thing ever. If we get to the end of the season and Fitz is alive, but then he realizes that someone tried to get to her memories and he's been wiped. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't. Oh even, my, and they don't gosh. even know each Simmons other. Simmons has yeah. no idea who he is. Oh yeah. my How about gosh. That? All right. Yeah, that'd be rough. That's yeah, typical agents, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be the most excruciating. Just keeping them, just keeping them apart. By It'd be so much yeah. like the uh, the start of se- is it season two 
where Simmons or where Fitz's mind is messed up and like you know Simmons is not around and his mind is she's just an illusion is in his mind through that yep. entire time period yep. and it's just oh so painful so yeah. sad yes. so let's relive it right yeah yeah, yeah why not but yeah. but uh Malik but is, Malik is getting noticeably noticeably frustrated because he's not getting the answers that he wants yeah and, yeah and I feel like. His frustration kind of helps build his character a little bit more, yeah. and we're starting to see this like this overall Malik of like, okay, this dude might actually be like intense, and he might actually have this bigger picture that we need to be worrying about because, dude, this dude's getting he's getting frustrated, and he's yeah. he's making some decisions very uh, rashly, and uh, it's it's coming to it's we're coming to an end of the series here, and his yeah. plan is actually starting yeah, to unfold, and, and I still think he's a pawn, and yeah. I think he's gonna get. Wo- Killed maybe by one of the shield agents, but I don't think that like Sybil gives a rip about him at all. No. Like yeah. not one bit. No. But he is convinced that the Chronicom plan is the right plan for what anarchy, accomplishing it. Right? What he believes. Yeah. 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 You know, he got so mad at one of his uh, minions calling him sir. Like he's like, I'm trying to make it so no one ever calls anybody sir again. You know, yeah. And then later in the episode, that same guy mentioned him as Sir. So he just like kills him. Yeah. (laughs) Like wakes his chest. You know, like crushes his heart. Yeah. You know. Um. So I I agree. I think I I I, I've been outspoken about my disapproval of Malik and just again when you're in a short season, things are rushed. You just don't really care. I haven't cared much about Malik at all. But I was pretty impressed with this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It, It does. It adds to him. For sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, okay, I know you guys want to talk about this earlier. Let's do it now. When Mac and Daisy and Sousa are in space, which, by the way, Sousa in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he even mentioned it. It's like in his timeline, people dream about that kind of stuff. Yeah. He hadn't he hadn't reached the moon landing yet. Like he, yeah, yeah. that's so, right. Yeah, they were always talking about building up to the moon landing. But uh, yeah. But Sousa, Mac, and... I mean, dude, Mac being the third wheel on this trip, yeah. it's pretty, so yeah. funny. But he does a great job of demonstrating his loyalty to, to Daisy. Yeah. Um, he's able to have Daisy and Mac. I believe Daisy and Mac have the conversation first, first right? They, yeah. yeah. Yep. And they're talking about, like, so, like, It's hey, pretty heartfelt, too. Yeah, very heartfelt. And it, yep. and it's a, a brief moment of separating them from this, uh, like, world-ending mission that they're on and kind of humanizing them a little bit more. Yeah. And just, and just taking us back to when the team was the team and they were able to, dude, have those drinks on a Zephyr in between flights to the next mission. Yeah. Uh, before, I mean, before Ward screwed everything up. Anyway, like, mm. uh, it, it, it really built on uh, the memory of what S.H.I.E.L.D. was. And uh, Mac is truly a, a great leader because he cares so much about his his people. And uh, the conversation with Daisy really, really shows yeah. that. Yeah. And she got emotional because he's like, yeah, maybe it is the end of our team. And that's okay. Like, it, Not that he didn't care, but you could just tell, you know, he's tired. He's ready to retire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's ready yeah. to, to leave. And she's just like, she was just so hurt by that. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, she can't imagine life without the team. You know, they're yeah. family to her. I think it's kind of like a setup of like, you know, the more mature to the less mature idea. It's yeah. like. You know, as you become more mature and things goes along, you understand that not everything is permanent, yeah. you know, and that isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, you don't have to let the limitations of, you know, the sh- that structure be the end of everything in life. 
You know, you can be friends with people and they can go work at someplace else. You know, it doesn't you don't have to be next to the person to be have strong, loving feelings for yeah. them necessarily. Yeah. You she know, even, she even like kind of drops a line. I mean, I'm just paraphrasing here where she's like, what you're just like, you're actually just going to go on your own way and do, do kind of do you like essentially yeah. and uh, like leave the team. Because uh, she couldn't, in her mind, she couldn't picture a, her life without the team. Yeah. Like, her life is the team. Yes. And, uh, I mean... It's we, like, this, Daisy, you've done that, like, twice. Right, yeah. Oh, I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she went on her own, didn't That is but, true. But, like, like taking her back to, like, when she was Sky in a van, okay? Yeah. yeah. This is a Sky in a van, and she's by herself. Like, she's <laughs> orphaned, right? And uh, she's introduced to this team, which later becomes her family. Like, so she has learned a lot and grown a lot throughout the series. I mean, she's essentially the main character, obviously. For sure. Yeah. But uh, so, so like where she has developed from and now where she's at, um, like she, she, she's come a long way and her her ties to this team is, is far, far greater than she could have ever imagined. So um, that was. Yeah, so that was their conversation with Sky, and then Sousa takes a seat, and yeah, I feel like good. I feel like this is some of the the best dialogue of the entire season. Yeah, um, between the two character between two characters and in, in, throughout the team. But uh, T roll, tell me what do you, th- what do you thought? Yeah, about I this mean, day? no, it was good. So there, so Daisy's asleep in the back of the Quinjet, and Sousa's sitting in the cockpit with Mac and. And uh, Max like saying, you know, she's got the hots for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he he uh, busts out like kind of like that, uh, that wingman. He's a wingman. Yeah, he's yeah. he's Daisy's wingman. And yeah. But yet at the same time, her overprotective father at the yeah. same exact time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you know, she's been hurt before, you know. So I just need to make sure you're not going to hurt her. You and know. let's point out, though, her one hurt was uh, Ward betraying them and completely, uh, <laughs> like, she was in love with Ward yeah. and yeah, he well, destroys Lincoln her life. Lincoln, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Lincoln, know. too. Now, Lincoln hurt her by sacrificing himself for her, but it's still, yeah. it still, it happened, you yeah. know? So, she's definitely been hurt before. That's <laughs> yeah. that's an understatement, I think, but yeah. Devastated, suffering, yeah, like, that kind of thing is what she's been through. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and, yeah, and, like... I don't know. She's been through a lot of hurt with her dad too. Like, yeah. there's a lot. There's a and lot of mess, man. There's yeah. a Recently. lot of mess. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, that that was so funny. Uh, Mac and Sousa. But the best part in my mind was when he m- references her as Quake, and Sousa is like, "Wait, what did you call her?" And he's like, "That's her superhero name, Quake," and Sousa's like, "Quake." Quake. <laughs> and then, like one one or two scenes later, when Daisy and Sousa are in the back of the Quinjet talking, uh, he he calls her Quake like eight times, like yeah. yeah, totally flirting with her, totally messing with her, yeah. And every time he says Quake, you see Mac in the front just laughing hysterically. Yeah, yeah. that that laugh that Mac had was so af- like so funny, man. Yeah. Just his smile that he was just enjoying it so much. Yeah, it was a nice moment of levity to kind of just for a second take you away from the gravity of the entire situation that they're in i feel like it was just just the right amount of like i don't know moment of like hey we 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 have a relationship we have bonds but yet we're in an apocalyptic apocalyptic situation like that type of deal the like you said the gravity of it yeah exactly yeah and you know let's talk about the gravity of it so you know pretty much the the main issue that they have now is the fact that the chronicoms are coming yes like yep. sybil well, calls in they literally they show up yeah they yep. show up they these portals open and they show up yeah yep yep these futuristic ships that which by the way the cgi looks fantastic on these ships yeah. 
uh, and the whole space scenes, they look really good. Yeah. You can definitely say, see that they spent a lot of the budget uh, from that was originally a 22-episode to a 13-episode. Yeah. They spent a lot of that budget on the CGI here, which has been fantastic. So. Yeah. So they uh, the ships show up and literally, like, and, and this is cool, too, because, like, you know, it's classic, like, villain to, like, show up and then, like, spend minutes explaining what you're about to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then instead, like, they show up, and Malik is like, you're free to shoot whenever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fire and, away. And they just yeah. start blasting lasers yeah. down to Earth. Which I feel like in any other cookie-cutter, like, good guy, bad guy thing, like, they show up, okay, we're getting ready to fire, and then, like, the, the good guys come and save the day, and they don't fire. But no, yeah. this one, they start firing, and you literally see a map of uh, bases getting destroyed. Like shield bases yep. around yeah. the globe. Yep. It starts off with them actually in communication with a shield base, and then the mm. communication goes dead, and they yep. lost. And they're like, yeah. holy crap, and then all of a sudden, the, everything's dropping off the radar. Mm-hmm. And it's it, man. It's like, it, this, they're in their worst possible situation you right know what's, now. You know what's so funny? Like, okay. This is going to be a plot hole, right? Like, if their goal is really to kill S.H.I.E.L.D., why can't they just shoot the, the lighthouse? Unless they're they're checking lighthouse off the list, and they're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be shot at in the next episode, maybe. We'll, well see. Okay, the big question is then, why wasn't it first? Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, so the lighthouse probably is going to survive, and but that's okay, because we need Coulson and May and well, Yo-Yo to be alive. Well, isn't, wasn't Sybil at the lighthouse technically? Or uploaded to the up lighthouse, or did they get she, rid of her? She got into the system digitally. Right. I mean, I mean, I, you, I, I mean, guess you could still play not, it as she's still not physical yet. So like, she's no. obviously like leaping and downloading from place to place or whatever. So like, I guess Ultron. it is possible yeah. she doesn't so want to maybe, blow herself. Yeah, so up. maybe because I mean, essentially, the lighthouse is where the Chronicom ship was attached to. Where yeah, they, that's true. Yeah, so maybe okay. that has something to do with yeah, it. Yeah. What about this idea? Is that she is transmitting that information from the lighthouse, mm-hmm. so that has to be last. Because if she's going to destroy that, they still need to know where all the bases are. It's like, you know, if you were to cut the line mm-hmm. for the yeah. in- of information. Sense. I mean, we can theorize this or, like, make this all headcanon, but, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. essentially... The point the next, is, the, it's the, like doomsday, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's doomsday going on right now, yeah. and maybe the next episode will clear that up. Uh, the, the the series finale. I can't believe I said this, man. The series finale is yeah. gonna clear that up. Oh my gosh. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's the, the you can definitely feel the gravity of the situation. I feel like yeah. that's a that's a huge. I mean, that you you brought up earlier. I feel like that's a huge way of describing what's going on. Yeah, right here in the final scenes of the this episode. So, well, you guys got any theories for the series finale next well, week? I really hated the way this ended. Actually, with that little clip of Malik and Cora making out. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. How out of place did that feel? Did that it really, anyone else get it hit? It really with that? did feel out of place. I was hoping for maybe something a little bit more um, meaningful, uh, like uh, maybe like a a hint of her being like slightly like not a hundred percent about Malik. Yeah, because well, she was just told that Malik killed her mom. Yeah, like and then, basically like, shown the like, dead body. Like maybe like oh maybe like a hug and then like you see a look on her face that's just like slightly off. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been more cool with that in the sense of like, hmm, maybe she's struggling internally about what's happening and she doesn't know she like she was so on Malik's team and she was like she sees her mother and she knows that it was Malik. I mean, maybe she needs another representation of, you know, Malik's callousness, yeah. you know, towards human life. But I kind of got an inkling that she was a little hesitant because she was like, did we save a bunch of people? And he said, yes. 
by you know killing a, a bunch of people or something yeah. like that. or do we save a bunch of lives yes by you know getting rid of taking away a bunch of lives i believe or what like didn't he say like we're saving billions of people by killing millions of people yeah, like, yeah. something like yeah. that but yeah and then the kiss was just like i mean i don't know maybe these people need passionate lovers cuz they are like at least malik he is a passionate person like it's pretty obvious yeah. like he is just like all about he's high strung all about his ideas you know and he just needs a partner i, yeah. I don't know it, it did just feel like it did feel well, yeah unnecessary now, yeah definitely unnecessary now the only way that'll play off well is if somehow in the last episode that's how she betrays him yeah. like she kisses she's kissing him and then she just like touches his head and just like melts melts him, melts him. Yeah. yeah or something like that that i'd be like okay i'm cool with that kiss if that was a way to set up set up yeah. Uh, you know the the <laughs> yeah. future, so you aren't like, oh, their very first kiss is her melting him. It's like, oh, this is something that's been you know established. Yeah, I could see that. I so, see that. so what's to come? What's to come in the two hour series finale? Uh, I mean, we definitely watched the promo. Yeah, um, we did. So if you don't want to know anything about it, yeah, yeah. if you don't want to know anything about now. it, press pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot's going on. I feel like in that promo, um, definitely watched it a few times. Uh, uh, we we get some highlights of of Daisy fighting uh, Malik. We power yeah. uh, Quake power on Quake power, which I mean I find it I find it interesting that the, the obviously the main character Daisy and her powers and it, in the series finale the main villain is also her powers. Like I feel like it's uh, yeah um, like two sides of the same coin, but like using the same gifts for different purposes. That type yeah. of deal. That's that's interesting playing out. Uh, Gemma, where's Gemma in this whole situation? Like, uh, yep. uh, obviously, her and Deke are currently together, and they're they're the last scene we see of them, which we didn't mention this at all. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. De- Deke's asking her. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Deke's asking her about Fitz, and she's like, "Who's Fitz?" <laughs> God. Like, go ahead and gut punch us one more time with you with this Fitz yeah. Simmons saga, and. Uh, she has been completely wiped from the memory of Fitz, and no, he has been completely Fitz, w- yes, Fitz wiped is, from her yes, memory. There we go. Yeah, Fitz has been removed from yeah. her her, ex- her life. So, you know, maybe I didn't mention it earlier because yeah. I didn't want to freaking talk about yeah, it. Justin. I know. Yeah, I, it's, it's hard <laughs> to talk about. It really is. But wh- where is she in this episode? Like, what's her mindset? Like, yeah, she. What does she know? What does she remember? Like, obviously, she knows Deke, but like. Obviously, if Fitz is gone, like who is Deke to her? Like, is Deke yeah. just another member of the team, or does she still remember that she's or that he's her grandson? Like, yeah, how what, far has the thread been pulled? Yeah, so like, what is her like? Where is she at mentally? Where is she at physically right now? Like, what's going? What is going on with her yeah. in the next episode? Or how is she going to get come to full like resolution of her of her arc, her story of yeah. battling this memory repression and and trying to uncover her memories and that kind of thing like yeah i feel like that's gonna be that's gonna have to come out and play out well i mean i really want this to be a happy ending in her life but i have a feeling that shield's gonna continue to do what shield does best and it keep us apart from Fitz and simmons yeah, yeah. man they're gonna tear our hearts yeah i just pieces. hope there's some resolution in that whether it be heartbreaking resolution or um you know heartfelt resolution you know are we going to you know, see them come back together, or are we going to see like the resolution of one of them being dead, or something like that? You know, that I, I would 
prefer there at least to be a def- definitive end to something there rather than and the current ambiguousness of their relationship. Yeah, man, I'm I'm nervous about it, but I'm also very excited. <laughs> yeah. So next week, two hour series finale. Yeah, and let's let me just point out one more time that we're going into the series finale, and the team is separated again, yep. like like they love to do. So we. I mean, for this to be an epic series finale, that we got to find some way That's to get right. this team Gemma together. You got Gemma and Deke over here. Yes. You got Mac, um, Susa and Daisy. Susa and Daisy over here, and that Colson, Yo-Yo, and May. Yeah, back at the lighthouse. Yeah, good point. Yep. Which yeah. the best episodes are where there's, it's like that. They're separated, but they're all having to do really important things, and it's all going back and forth. So I'm fired up, man. Uh, yeah, and of course we are going to have our final review. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, uh, of we, yeah, we launched this podcast with Agents of Shield, an uh, Agents of, of Shield recap, and then we did the bonus episode breakdown. Like yeah, how yeah, we launched yeah. this. So Jeez. this is craziness coming to an end right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this has been our history. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Wherever you are listening from, uh, some some of we've learned we got some listeners in Australia. That is amazing. Uh, so we appreciate you guys listening. And um, wherever yeah, you are, wherever you are, hit us up. You know, on Twitter, send us an email. Leave us a review on, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Wherever you're listening, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're hoping to continue doing this for a very long time. So don't forget to. Check out next week's uh, final review of the of series, uh, excuse me, of season seven, the series finale. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Let's get out of here before I start crying. Um, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T Roll saying thank you for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs>